You're listening to Comedy Central. Welcome to the podcast. It's the You Up podcast coming straight to you from my uh, apartment. I almost said Brooklyn. Why? My Brooklyn apartment. That was weird. I've never lived in Brooklyn. My Soho apartment, for the time being, I'm, uh, I think I'm moving. Big announcement, but um, we'll get into that later. I'm getting a roommate. Welcome to the show. It is the holiday season, I guess. Um, it is Friday, uh, 1.49 p.m. I'm joined on my couch, just like I was last week. And I forgot to give this preamble to it for you guys, but like, we got. I'm gonna try to keep my voice at this volume so Noah doesn't have to do too much mixing because I tend to scream. And then I'm gonna try to hold it. And then I'll talk from this area. Yes, I feel like that's gonna sound the I, best if we all try to say the same. That's Andrew Collin, everyone. Yeah, I think someone said that like you'll sound really loud, and then I'll sound very quiet at times. And it's also hard because of how you record this. I mean, yeah, I just want to tell everyone the audio is about to improve like drastically because this was all kind of started on the fly, and we got just a mic I put on my phone, and it's been gr- it would be great if it was just me talking. But I have to interview everyone like a reporter that's like on the beat. Uh, And my next guest that joins us, just like last week, I mean, this is like the same as last week. It's so nice. Uh, Comedian Dan Perlman. Hi. I'm just testing the levels. Is this good? We'll stay here. Well, I never check. Yeah. So it's... uh, (laughs) We'll find out. We'll find out later. Yes. I feel like this is good. I'm going to be very... I'm going to try to stay very conscious of it. Um, Welcome to the show, Dan Perlman. Welcome to the show, Andrew Collin. Um, how are you today? How has your holiday been? It's been good. I didn't go home for the holidays. I'm done. I think doing that. I don't think it's fun. You do. There's you usually fun. go to Florida. Yeah, I usually go to Florida, which you would think would be nice, but uh, there's so much pressure because my family's divorced. Of where, what house am I going to be at? How much time am I spending? I'd rather go on a non-holiday a month later yeah. when all that pressure is gone. Right. And yeah, and it's not really like it doesn't feel like a holiday for me. My mom is sick. So I just hear her oxygen machine all the time, and it makes me depressed, which I don't want to bring in the new year with this trying to, you know. It does sound like a countdown of sorts. It, that is true. The ball drop. I mean, it, it, it is a countdown. Let's be honest. <laughs> Testing the levels. <laughs> I can't lie. You, okay, you made a, you made a mom joke uh, prior to us doing this podcast that was really dark, so I felt... Like I could go there. Does your mom listen to the show? Every day. Every day. Well, yeah. so she's just listening on seven times per episode. I mean, when you uh, have nothing else to do except, you know, go die and stuff. Yeah. yeah you listen. Three, two. Oh, my God. Okay. First of all, this is very. By bad. the way, we all are on a countdown. Don't you know that? And my count, your countdown could be even less than your mom's countdown or someone who you would think their countdown is less than yours. That's right. Look on the bright side. You could die first. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear a crazy lining. story? You want to hear a crazy story? Dan said silver lining. Oh, is that? I just tried to get, it was a funny joke. Oh, uh, 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 sorry. Yeah, no, I like the joke. I mean, it was just a comment that I he didn't get. I'm trying to. If you miss, if you miss a joke when the mic is not in your face, I like to like say it again for you. Wait. So okay, the crazy story. My friend's dad or my friend's mom got brain cancer. Yeah. Okay, in a coma for a couple years. They tried like experimental surgery on her. In a coma, the father meets the nurse for the mom. Ends up dating 
the nurse, yeah. marries the nurse, yeah. gets brain cancer. He gets brain cancer. Mm. He dies before the wife is who ever- the nurse was originally called for. Yes, and she she dies after him. So now my friend's mom is the nurse. Stepmom. Stepmom. And that's it, who he grew up with as his mom. What? Yeah. Because both of his parents died. Of brain cancer. And he got left with the nurse. Yes. Whoa. First the mom gets the nurse. Then the dad gets the nurse. Then the kid gets the nurse. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Life is crazy. There's- yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and I mean, he had good family too. Other places, they just left him with the nurse. I mean, that that woman I mean, sounds it's, like it's, an angel. That's it's his mom. We at, at this point, he's not thinking of her as the nurse. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not, I don't know. Yeah. She always kept the the gear on. <laughs> also, he does think that the gear. He does think that she sold his car and claimed it got stolen. So. I don't know. Things were weird. He doesn't talk to her anymore. Oh, no. So he has nothing. Yeah. Well, no. Now he has the family that should have been there. Now he has brain cancer. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to get. Yesterday. Yeah. It will get him (laughs) as it will get everyone. That's a funny story. (laughs) Happy holidays, everyone. Um, Pretty compelling. No, it's so compelling. It's so compelling. That was a good one. Um, You got another good story that I want to get into. Um, We have a lot to get to today. I had some people write to me about stuff, and I said I would talk about it in the podcast today, and I hope I don't forget. And if I do forget, just DM me, and I'll try to hit it next week. Um, Andrew walked in my apartment today and told me um, that I missed because we were all hanging out last night. We all peeled off in different directions. And Andrew went to the stand, and which is comedy club in the city that I love. We love. And uh, what happened? So, so you th- went to go meet up with Lev, th- your 22-year-old friend. Yeah. You guys, 22-year-old and 39-and-a-half-year-old, hitting the town, yeah. having fun. Do, would you, do you think do you think it's weird do you think it's weirder I'm asking you if you think it's weirder that he's friends with a 22 year old or if he was dating a 22 year old I think dating is they're both normal to right. be honest yeah, they're yeah, both yeah. completely normal I give him shit but I have 22 year old friends and I I think 22 year olds are fun and a lot of them are like I think dating it means that you aren't like serious about things probably yeah. uh, but but I think with friends, you're, I don't know. Can you be serious about friends? Yes, of course. He's 23, first of all. Okay, but he's a comic too. So I feel like that transcends it. No, I like love. I was just, I was just saying, because you're like, when you said 22 year old friend, it was just like a framing of like. I don't know when I'm 39 that I'm going to want to be hanging out with 22 year olds or being known for hanging out with them, which Andrew on the scene is known for that. (laughs) Look, it's my thing. (laughs) It's how he gets brought up at the stand. (laughs) <laughs> if I ever get up. You've seen, uh, yeah. you've, seen, you've seen this next comic at NYU graduations. <laughs> but they're just buddies. <laughs> Bro, when you're 39 and you can pass and hang, yeah. Yeah. I'll respect you. But I don't. I think you're going to look like dog shit. And Andrew has the energy. <laughs> you say pass? You said pass. Pass? Yeah. You what said, do you mean pass? You said if you could pass and hang. Like you're passing as 22. Yeah, he is passing as 20. He yeah. thinks he's passing as 22. I mean, 30. 30-ish. 30. That's that's different. Also, Lev is from the South, and he's a Russian Jew from the South. So we have things in common. So, yeah. Yeah, no, we all like Lev. There's nothing wrong with Lev. I'm not defensive. Yeah. um, Oh, so the thing I saw. Hold on. I'm not done with this 22 thing. Um, (laughs) 23 and me is Andrew's. (laughs) 
Andy. <laughs> my good best friend. Best friend. Yeah, yeah. It's his little women. <laughs> <laughs> his little women. Uh, yeah. You know what I found out when I got the test results back? That uh, all my uh, friends my age are married with kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and divorced you're at like, this point. You're like, you're like, what about my ethnicity? They're like, we don't know about that. We, yeah, just, know we just know you have to grow up. You're a Jew. You're a Jew who has to grow up. Buck Mason is only going to help you for so long. I have all Buck on right now. Let's not give them any because they haven't given me any. Yeah, you got Buck Mason should throw him some free shit. Faux show because we talk about you all the time. And there's a hot guy who works there around the corner from me. I almost went in today because I got my eyelashes tinted and my eyebrows done. But then I was like, no, maybe I'll go after the podcast with Andrew. I just want to bring my friends to meet any guy I'm with. All my friends, like I... Girls, do you relate to that, that you want to, br- not guy friends, but you just want to bring your friends on dates? Well, Is- I think it, it puts you at ease. It also gives you a sense of, uh, like, someone wants you. Like, even if it's as a friend, another opposite sex. Like, if I have a, you around and a girl comes, I look hotter. Like, I look hotter because I'm more at ease. I'm more relaxed. They see us talking. Yeah. So he's able to communicate. You... You trust me. Yeah, and you in front of my friends, I'm the most comfortable in them. Like, I feel, and I want them to, like, judge the person. Well, also, yeah, you want them to judge it, but also it's, like, it is telling how they interact with your friends. If they're shitty to your friends, then it's, like, oh, then they're not even trying to stick around. And they're not going to be nice to you after immediately. But if they're nice to your friends... Then it's like, oh, that says more about them. And I, if they can't hang right away with my friends who are just so welcoming and always so nice, like I'm never going to introduce people to my friends who are like judgmental and weird, which I do have some. If they can't immediately adapt and like hang and like accept a good hang, then they're not going to last. Like, and by the way, were you going there to buy me something? Because you did. Yes, I'm going to buy you that goddamn shirt for Hanukkah, okay? <laughs> I am. We'll see. We'll see. I will do it. I'll either give you money to go do it because I'll be too lazy or I'll just do it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm just putting you on black. What happened at the stand last? What, what, Dan? Can I just add one more thing? It's just like, and also it's like the friend thing. Also, if you're trying to date somebody or they have like a roommate or roommates that they're friends with, it's just like, you got to be nice to them. You got to be nice to everyone who they like. Yes. Or else, or else they're, they're just going to, because they're all going to talk. It's the same at comedy club. You're auditioning. Nice staff. You have to be nice to everybody because everyone's going to talk and they're going to be like, this person is rude. And they'll be like, but he seems nice to me. And they're like, well, he's been rude to all of us. So yes. Yeah. Yes. If if word gets out that you're like, like, because there are some people who are really nice to me. And then I find out they are not that cool with other people. And guess what? If I find that out. There's consequences. You're, I'm not going to be as cool to you anymore because you, just because you like me does not mean that and that and you're nice to me does not mean that you get to like treat other people bad. I'm tr- I'm trying to be better about that. I told you this story, but it's like when I was with uh, a person who I started seeing and uh, her roommate and this guy came over to hook up with the oh. roommate and this guy was so shitty. He just came in swinging. He took a shot at me. He took a shot at her. He had like all he had to do was not be an asshole for yeah. one minute, and he would have. Was he up. an asshole prior to that? Well, like, did the I girl think, say that he was like that? Did I he just? Be- had, I think she hadn't seen him in like a year or two years or something. But they talked a little bit. But earlier in the him. night, I mean, before they walked in and he no, started roasting you guys. No, he came in. They weren't together before. He came over. Oh. So, so he came over and he just was just firing away. Yeah. And it's just like, and it, he just blew it. All I he bet he was just, like, I bet he was scared or something. Like, why would you yeah. do that? 
I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, all he had to do was just be nice for one But he couldn't contain who he really was for one minute. But maybe he was, like, not into her or something and wanted to just, like, jeopardize it. I bet you it was insecurity and he wanted to look cool in front of her as a sign of being the dominant alpha. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's either that or, or, or he's just, like, or he's self-sabotaging. Yes. Well, obviously it's that no matter what it is. I mean, yeah, it's always that. But at the end of the day, it's like, ultimately, it's like, I don't care what your root psychology of why you're acting like this. Because I don't, we're not friends. So I don't want to interact with you anymore. So you can figure this out on your own time. But I'm just going to walk away. Yeah. All right. The stand. Sorry. Yeah. um, Tell us what happened at the stand. All right. So I feel like all three of us, we don't get involved in that much drama. Like when it comes to comedy, and I always find it very weird that are people on peripheral, like of of comedy that are like very involved in like the inner like arguments. That being said, there's woke comedy versus Neanderthal comedy, <laughs> and it's like who's gonna win? And it's like this like right versus left in comedy, all this shit. Spo- spoiler: nobody wins. No, everyone no. loses, and they're all kind of the same yeah. in the sense like they're both. Kind yeah. of trolling. Yeah, yeah. But so this guy, Jake Flores, is very big, on, pretty big on Twitter. He has like 30,000 followers, whatever. And um, he's he's very woke and he's very into calling out uh, certain comedy mm-hmm. and like speaking his mind on Twitter, talking shit on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Every He's got Twitter fingers, they call him, right? And he talks shit about Luis Gomez. Now, Luis, the real ass dude... <laughs> Isn't gonna fucking handle getting talk shit about on Twitter because yeah. he's gonna see it as like, yo, you're gonna talk shit on here. When Lewis it- is scared too. I wouldn't want Lewis to want to hurt me. No, Lewis is a tough guy, and I like Lewis is fine. Like I like Lewis, but I I don't know. So so then, but did this guy like so talk this- shit? Not thinking. Okay, just tell us. Yeah. So this guy talks shit about uh, Lewis saying that oh. because they had us. I think they might have had a, a Milo. On, on Legion of Skanks, and they go... Uh, Which is Lewis's podcast. Yeah. and uh, There are a lot of people who don't know who Lewis okay, is. Like, yeah. we have to kind of say that, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how to do stories. Do I? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Instagram <laughs> stories. Barely. <laughs> so, so... Not like a narrative. Yeah, so yeah. Not like with it'll be getting middle and an end and, like, filling information in for people who there, might there. not be inside your head and have all of your same experiences. You might... You're not the most empathetic storyteller. You just kind of tell what you want to tell. But there are people listening who don't, like, have all the information you have. The problem is, is when I put in filler, you're like, hurry up. That's how I feel the vibe from you is. Okay. Um, I will give you permission. I, I'll just say hurry up if I want you to hurry up. How about but, that? But do you see the dilemma I have? You don't need to worry about while you're telling the story. You, need, you don't need to be like, Nikki thinks I want to hurry up. Because if I did want you to, I would say hurry up. Your face says it all. Well, I'm, I'm telling you right now that if I feel, I will be honest with you if I want you to hurry up. You don't have to guess. You don't have to be like, I'm scared she wants me to hurry up. I'll just tell you. Okay. Hurry up. <laughs> so, so Lewis started his podcast six years ago. <laughs> Called Legion of Skanks with Bid J. Okerson and Dave Smith. It was uh, started at the Creek in the Cave, which is a great comedy club in Long Island City, which was started by Rebecca Trent. It used to be a different bar. Rebecca Trent, who I was arrested with and spent hours in a jail cell with, and who looks different every time I see her. And we had a lot of um, friction in the beginning of our relationship as me, a new, new transplant to New York, 
comic and her the powerful shrewd um ship shifting uh shape shifting is what i meant to say uh ship shifting too she would ship shapes uh but she would like she always looks different every time i see her i like and we were like had a uh like really a tense relationship at first like she would say things and i'd be like she hates me and i would say things and she would misunderstand them and be like why did you say like it was not she hated me i knew it i don't even know that if she knows that i ever felt that way but Rebecca I know you didn't like me and then we got arrested and then she was very motherly to me and sweet I got arrested with a person that I would never want to be arrested with in a jail cell with the one person who you think hates you hates me and um I should have her on my show sometime to talk about it but anyway she was so nice uh Rebecca Trent owner of the creek in the cave and now we're like friends or but she still looks different every time I see her different versions of great but like totally unrecognizable every single time I see her so maybe Lewis should get arrested with Jake is the story of this. <laughs> yeah. So 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 Jake said uh, if you're going to have that guest on, uh, he's tried to incite people, whether it was a joke or not, to go to the podcast and throw milkshakes on them. So like a lot of people on the left were throwing milkshakes on people on the right. And like that was their way of like talking. Uh, were, they, were, they, were they actually or was this just like, No, this is like a real so thing. That's so lame. It was a real thing. Okay. So Lewis took that as a sign of aggression. And like, yes, yo. it is getting doused with a milkshake is not fun. It's assault. Also, also, it's hard to get off. And those are hard to make. I don't know if you've ever tried to make. They're a expensive, too. They're expensive. If you work at a place, they don't like when you order and one because it takes them a while. Yeah. It's just I've like made milkshakes. It's, if, oh, it's very hard. It's very hard. And it's like it's rude to the staff who just made the milkshake that it's like. And oh. it's rude to the cow that gave its baby away so that it could make your dumb milkshake. So okay. get go vegan for sure. A vegan milkshake <laughs> if you're going to throw them. If That's the, the most. Moral, li- the moral of that story so far is okay. you got to go vegan. Yeah. You have to go everything. That's the them with ice cubes yeah. yes that um even that is like the energy to make ice cubes is wasteful um douse them what's air, a ju- air glitter Gl- actually that's so it's trash it pollutes the ocean and like fish e- absorb it much Just easier blow air on them go <sighs> yes oh that is so gross because so things can come out in the air oh did someone spit did someone spit so 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 this has built up, and for months, Jake Flores has talked shit about, you know, Lewis being dumb, Lewis not being funny. Like, when you tell people, I think Lewis is funny. And, like, a lot of people will be like, he's not funny, he's stupid. And, like, you're telling them when he's, like, somewhat successful and smart enough to start a full-on business on his own. He's not dumb. Sure. So that's what really, I think, gets Lewis angry. Yeah, yeah. Lewis is not dumb. No. So, so Jake, they haven't seen But he it. is scary. I would not want to make, a, if I was a man, I wouldn't want to make Lewis, I wouldn't want to stoke that. Well, you think you can because you're on the internet. Yeah. Yes, I was just going to say. So, but I wouldn't go to the stand where, I wouldn't go anywhere Lewis Gomez might right. be hanging Lewis out. Lewis wrote on Twitter earlier going, Jake is going to be at the stand and we're going to finally come face to face. Like he already gave him the, so Jake comes in with a delivery bag with a caviar delivery. He's a caviar delivery man. He has a big bag of, of delivery. He puts the bag down. He's that, those bags, for those who don't know, those bags are so ridiculously big. It is yeah. like you're walking around with a gigantic, like b- a box on yeah, your back. Heavy. It's a box. It's big. It's, it's so it's, stupid it's looking. It's not pizza. Oh my god! No, it's not pizza. It is not like a little like Postmates. It is a gigantic cooler on your back. So he walks in with, and that. it's orange. 
He's bright orange. Bright orange. Bright orange. It looks like there's 90 pizzas on his back. So oh he walks in, and <laughs> everyone's like, and I'm like, oh my god, like. And then Nick Mullen kind of had words with Jake Flores too. So, but he knew Lewis. So Lewis was downstairs. Oh, and Nick Mullen could kick your ass too. Yeah. Oh, kick Jake Flores probably. Yeah. 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 I mean, he definitely looks has school shooter vibes and hands. Uh, so <laughs> and hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're, they're weird. So, uh, so, so he ends up. So, Lu- pomp, so uh, well, it's so funny when Nick and Lewis beat me up for yeah, saying this. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what does school shooter hands mean? It's like when you like a palm reader, like a palm reader, they'll look at your hands, and if you're like a child with a gun, <laughs> yeah. then they know. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like That's true. Oh, yeah. If you're gu- if there's a gun in your palm when you're getting <laughs> yeah. your palm read. Your school shooter line right here. Yeah. Oh, As okay. you can see, it's loaded and locked, yeah. ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> locked and loaded. Loaded and locked. It's better. <laughs> got school shooter hands. I used to have a school shooter joke that I should bring back that was so brutal. It was one of my first jokes, but it was like, um, like I remember there were like Columbine type kids in my like English class. There was this one kid that like would wear trench coats and like one time I caught him writing like a hit list. Yeah. It like had all of these names. And I was like, oh my God, like it, it said hit list at the top. Like he wasn't like <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I knew it, it was a hit list. <laughs> I was like, he wasn't, he wasn't the best. Like he wasn't no, preparing. They all, they all, the ones like that, they like want to be thought of as dangerous. We had a kid yeah. like that. He was like held back from tenth grade. He was a year ahead of us, and then he was held back again. Yeah. And he was like, everyone's like, oh, he's trouble. He's dangerous or whatever. And then they kicked him out. And then like a month later, he burst into the school and locked himself in the bathroom and said he had like bombs and uh, explosives and he was going to blow up the school and uh, i just from knowing that kid i was like he doesn't have explosives yeah I yeah it's like he wishes he could make explosives yeah he this wants attention. not a smart kid yeah, yeah he's not he's he, t- it takes some science or someone hug or this whatever. child already, yeah he wants like attention a milkshake you're not <laughs> yeah. gonna do you're yes. not gonna do like, so wait what did you okay, do with so, the headless guy no so no this this is a joke i'm telling by oh. the way but there were kids in my school that were like that like, but oh. so that so I, I like had you guys halfway full and I was like, maybe I should just keep going as a joke. But this is a bit. But it's it's it. This was so I saw this kid and I was like, oh, my God, like I'm going to like turn him in. And then I was like reading the list and I like kind of like agreed with it. I was kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I don't mind if yeah. we lose all these people. Yeah. I even nudged him. I was like, hey, could you add Kate to the bottom of that? Yeah. And that is the real name yeah, that yeah. I like. It's the girl that I envy more than person? I should really change that. <laughs> and I used her name in this joke, and it's like the it's. I could probably get in big trouble for that. Sure, but there's and this. Do you part. really think so? I should probably take her name out. Noah, take no, it out. Fine. No, no, you're no, no, fine. No, she'll she'll appreciate it. No, it's at twenty two. No, I am gonna bleep it. It's at twenty two like minutes in. It would have been funny if you weren't on the list, and that's why you were mad. Like right. another list. Oh also. yeah. Also, maybe it's like you try to negotiate it. Oh yeah, you're that like, was a line I go. I wasn't on it. Right, but you're like maybe take out like. Like five through six are cool, but if you still want ten, you could yeah. add these two. You know what I mean? Yes, negotiating still, with you them. could still knock out ten people, yes. but you're just like these two are fine, and they're like okay. You're and you're gonna kill yourself at the end of this, right? So, <laughs> so this conversation will never have existed except in this moment. Okay, great, cool. Just want to confirm. Like you're gonna, you're you're gonna, let and see, I'm good, let right? Me see, let me see your palm real quick. Oh yeah, there's the suicide yeah, line. There it is. There it is. Yeah, okay, very short. So, so he walks in <laughs> last night. He walks in with the caviar he bag. Walks in caviar bag, which is already like setting the scene as like 
you can't beat up a caviar man. Like you're, you can't beat up the delivery man. So he walks in. He's a pussy guy. He claims to be kind of tough because he works as a bartender sometimes, and he drinks a lot of whiskey. So he's kind of like, I'm a regular guy, kind of. I'm sad, like that kind of guy. Lewis walks right up to him. And you know Lewis means business because recently Lewis has been wearing uh, yellow sunglasses as a look. So you know he means when a guy takes off his glasses, sometimes it's to get punched. Sometimes it's to do the yellow punch. sunglasses. Yeah, he has like these like weird like aviators that he wears. Okay, they're cool. Okay, I keep like saying compliments about. Yeah, you're just about like him. so yeah, you're terrified. Just, you're just so this guy looks like a fucking dickhead, but they're cool though. They're cool. And uh, so so Lewis takes off the glasses and gets in Jake's face. If, if it's no, we know who won the fight based on yeah. based on <laughs> left turn. Okay, left, left turn. Go ahead. So he gets a caviar order and leaves. <laughs> no, so 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 Lewis is in his face. He's like, he's like, oh, now you fucking want, now you're fucking in, now I'm in your face, motherfucker. Yeah. What you gonna say now, bitch? What you gonna say now? You gonna say sorry, motherfucker? You gonna fucking say sorry? What are you gonna do? You gonna fucking punch me? You gonna fucking punch? And he's like, it's like getting so intense, and it's like in the upstairs in the stand, yeah. and like they're gonna fight. There's like glass everywhere. Like I'm like, oh my god, this is like, and like you're watching it. And then, like, part where of where are any of the managers? So the managers eventually come up. They do. They come up. They try to break it up. Lewis goes around and spits in his face. Oh, yeah. Lewis! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lewis. He hogged the loogie, spit in his face. That's so gross. I'd rather him like brandish a weapon. I know. Would, yes, people would say they would rather get punched than it's like more disrespectful. Yes, get spit spit in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Jake did have a funny tweet. He goes, "The spit was the only funny thing that's come out of your mouth." <laughs> Just kind of funny. T- Whoa! Yeah. So they've been, oh, been involved. Yeah, so now, so then, so so then they're it's heated. They're gonna fight. He keeps trying to antagonize Jake to throw the first punch because. It's weird. It's a weird thing because it's like, oh, you're not going to get in trouble because he threw a first punch that you in in, in like uh, antagonized until he defended himself. You're kind of you could throw a first punch without throwing a first yeah. punch. I'm sorry, and they're they're outside because yeah. for anyone doesn't know, this is the stand. It's like it's like a restaurant. There's like an upstairs. It's like a fancy ish like yes. restaurant kind. Yes, of thing. So it there is. Are people there just like eating and just watching. Yeah, the, it's, it's pretty empty. Okay, yeah, it's pretty empty, but. What's great is, like, I was talking to, like, Josh Gondelman, and he's like, whoa. <laughs> like, like, he's never seen a fight. You don't oh see a fight. Oh, my God, Josh Gondelman. Uh, you've heard him on the show before. Like, he's been on you up. But, uh, God, he is him witnessing a fight. It was great. I was just watching his face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this he's is the entertaining. Because Josh was just like, ooh. And we were trying to talk oh, about no. Nick Gatsby being funny. Yeah. And he's like, I love this bit. He's like, it's really uh, something there. Uh, <laughs> like, you so uncomfortable. Well, they're both, they're both nice. Yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah, trying yeah. to be, like, pleasant. I just hope that they both got out of that, what they needed to get out of that. And <laughs> so so it gets broken up somewhat, and then Lewis leaves and then comes back in, gets back in his face again. Meanwhile, Jake was booked on a show that Louisa, whatever, uh, has. And, uh, and <laughs> so then it gets so heated that uh, <laughs> Jake is by the door. But he can't leave because his caviar bag is on the other side of the restaurant. So he had to walk in, grab the giant <laughs> caviar bag to leave. So he ends up leaving. He didn't get kicked out, but one of the comments. What happened after he spit his face? He didn't throw a punch or anything. It kind of like was just broken up. Like the people were in uh, between them. Okay. So, so now he has to come back next week to do his set. Is that what happens? So <laughs> like, this is, you're going to love this. So he leaves, right? And I go... 
spot open? <laughs> uh, of course. Did you get it? No, Diego Lopez did because he broke up the fight. Fucking piece of shit. I should have. Oh up. man, yeah. you had you had to finish your convo with Gondelman. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. So, anyways, I don't know how I feel about it because part of me is like, we should never, you know, go to punching or go to violence. But then another part of me is like. If you talk shit and and things are like if you defame someone so much, mm-hmm. it's a real thing. Like these are real consequences that you can have, yeah. and maybe Lewis spitting in your face is uh, maybe going to protect you from pissing off someone else that might kill you or whatever. Like there is real shit that can happen to you. Yeah, I do think people say so much shit online that they think would never they would never say that. If they were in a room with you, yes. not in a million years, yes. they would never. As soon as people would say, "I was in stuff. a room, Reese. I was, I was in two different rooms. I was on a flight recently, and right. um, uh, and who is here? Oh, it's Seralina. Um, my new roommate is here. Um, February. February. I'm moving in with my friend Seralina. Big announcement. Who gives a shit? But I was in. Um, I flew to L.A. and in front of me was someone that I had kind of talked shit about on. No, no, no. Actually, I didn't talk shit about him. I think I did years ago mm-hmm. for something he said or did, or it was just some lame Me Too thing, and I think I made a s- snarky comment to it, and I think he must have seen it, and he was on my flight in front of me, uh, and then I had made uh, a joke about him. Hey, girl. Hi. Uh, we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Will you just sit and listen and oh, watch? Sorry, yeah. I might have you chime in, but right now you're uh, – um, oh, my God. Are you wearing the same thing that they're wearing? Oh, got a hoodie. Oh, my God. Dan and Andrew, look at you. Look exactly alike. Oh By the way, Dan and Andrew are dressed identical, identical today. Okay. Um, so so I was on a plane with uh, someone that also I went on David Spade's show and I did like a joke about, um, I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but Thomas, it was Thomas Middleditch and I, he had come out in, World, uh, in Playboy about having a, like swinging with his wife. And I said that middle ditch is actually, I, I like swinging. Middle ditch is actually the position I play in every threesome. It was some j- stupid joke like that. So that was funny. But then I, I was like, I think based on some tweet that I was a little bit of aggressive on, I like didn't want to say hi to him. And also, and then at the Christmas party, Sarah Lena, the other night, the Scar Joe Christmas party, oh, yeah. well, when we were getting our coats, there was someone that I had recently talked some shit on on Twitter and that kind of got some like attention. And it's someone I usually would try to talk to, but this time I'm like, nope. That's that that um, chance of ever being friendly with that person is severed. Um, but I can't reveal who it was, but it is juicy. Did you did you delete the tweet? I think I no, I I don't think I did because I was going to because it caught so much steam. Yeah. And but I wanted it to. I wanted people to yeah. know. I'm like, um, guys, look what's been under our noses for so long. What's interesting though is that like you won't say it now. I know because I am. But it's on your Twitter. It's I out know. there. So why wouldn't you just say it? Because I don't want to start shit, and I don't. But you wa- already started it. Why? But can't, I, why so can't you? You didn't, you didn't start it. You I don't want to be associated yeah. with the, the like. I don't want to be the Hannibal Burris for this Bill Cosby thing. Is my essential like? I just don't want it. I find know. it. It's there for you to find. It was. It was. It was Cosby. It was Cosby. Was yeah, I Cosby. fucking Cosby's back, you guys. He was blindly like feeling his way around the coats, and we did get an email follow up from that party that someone took a wrong coat. So maybe it was Cos. Maybe it was the Cos. Um, with the what? Well, he's blind. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was feeling around the coats, and that's what led me to say, will you help me? I'm going to um, open – oh, wait. This is why I brought keys. Um, I was going to open my Christmas gift from my mom what and sister. This is the only there? Christmas gift that I uh, received this year, and I didn't give any gifts. Um, I just went on – oh, I did give a gift. I gave little cards. Oh, no, no. The vacation wasn't – that wasn't a Christmas gift. It was just a fun trip. But I gave um, each girl a, a little card with a note on it, But that, and that's a whole other story. But um, the questions – okay, someone wanted me to cover – Number one, God, they, my mom really wrapped this. Oh, and you got another one. Just cut that open with... Um, what is this, a kangaroo? What? It's a kangaroo? I wish it was. My therapist has this stuffed animal kangaroo that I always hold when I'm talking to her, and I love it so much, and I do want a stuffed animal. Please, uh, fans, great. don't like bring it for is me. There, I, is there like anyone you, Andrew, would, would get like would get in like a physical fight with in common? Um, well, this is now you're asking for. I'm, no, 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 I'm not asking for a name. I'm just saying, like, I can't think of anyone that there are people that I don't like or that I hate or wouldn't want to talk to or whatever it is. But I can't think of anyone that I, if I like, if I see them, I would want to fight them. Yeah, no, I there mean, are, there's never been a thing. Actually, there yes, there are some. There are some like yeah. fake alpha guys that I think are mean to women. Right. That. They've never been punched in the face, okay. and they're not mean to men yeah. like they are to women, so they deserve to get fucking yeah, knocked down. Stefano has that bit about people never, like, if you get punched in yeah. the, like, at, more people need to get punched in the face. Yeah. Like, they just need to learn. But so here's I, the thing with Jake well, Flores. He didn't get punched in the face, got spit in the face. Yeah, well, and that's... 20 minutes later, he's on Twitter... Talking shit again. Talking shit again. Because he wasn't punched in the face. I don't know. I think he would do it anyways. I think he wants to die. I think he's a sad oh, guy. Yeah. He literally tweeted about that. He goes... I never. I didn't realize how depressed I was until I realized I, I wanted him to punch me in the face to kill me. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, okay, listen. I've. I really do relate to that, and that is a really sad feeling. That means that you are so freaking depressed if you feel that way. I have felt that way where I'm so depressed that I'm like, I want that dog to attack me. And I've talked about this on the podcast before. Like, I'm like, I want that car to hit me. I want to be the other night I was on a run in San Francisco and I was so depressed that day. And I was like, I want to be attacked. I literally was like wanting because I was so depressed. So that is so interesting that he admitted to that. And I'm really sorry for him. This is a great uh, ad for caviar. <laughs> By the way, um, I want to say I just opened a um, present from my sister. Great pair of earrings, Lauren. I cannot believe I literally just stopped at a little kiosk outside because every day or every weekend on my street, there's like, you know, market vendors selling their wares. And um, I almost just got a pair exactly like this. Thank you so much. Okay, what? Another card. Thank you, Dan. Dan Perlman is... Uh, helping me love you honey oh this is from my mom nikki thinking of you we will miss spending christmas with you but we'll make up for it later this will get to you after but better late than never this gift in pink is from an amazing artist we met in in alaska thought of you okay great dan is now opening it thank you oh my god oh it's a picture of a black crow it's a it's a it's a um what what it was that dan that, Dan, it's a it's a it's a portrait of you. Wow, who who made the portrait of me? That's beautiful. Sad black. An crow. artist in Alaska. <laughs> Sad black crow. I love the uh, the counting crows. It's a it's a uh, painting of a crow, and I love it because I collect paintings of birds. So that is really cool. I love it. My dad said we'll miss you this Christmas, and look forward to seeing you in January 2019. Over another fantastic year. 
uh, something another fantastic year for you 2020 will be even bigger looks like Cabo was a blast love dad yes it was okay. and then I what opened is this one because it was very inconspicuous and it didn't I, I didn't think it was going to be anything ad- let's see the address oh oh my <laughs> god <laughs> What is it? Oh, sorry. I, I, oh, my God. I showed Seralina the wrong thing. I put the microphone in her face instead of the thing. Look at the, look at the, no, no, no. Look at the, um. No, no, no. I'll, let me just read it. Here. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll just get to it. Here we go. It is from Sirius XM Howard Stern Show. And it is, God damn it. Nikki, so funny. You. Wait, well, it was, as- oh, Nikki, it was great having you on the show. Thanks for coming by. And then he now under, hand-ring. and he underlined great with um, a pen. And that was all in type. Nikki, so funny. This is all written, handwritten. Nikki, so, so funny. You were the best. I love how Lenny was so smitten. Best Howard. Wow. Oh my God. Cool. And guess what? This is a, um, on this card is a, like a painting by Howard Stern called Study with, Carth with Barnes. Oh my God! I now have three cards that have Howard Stern I mean, art on them. There's no way he drew this. Yes, it is. He is a painter. Maybe. Dude, maybe. it's maybe he is. I know that about him. He's a really, really good painter. Like paint. He has been like. People know that about him. It's an amazing painting, by the way. I'm so like every. I couldn't believe it the first time I got a thing. Like painting by Howard Stern. You're like. Hmm. Yeah, it literally says painting by Howard Stern. Watercolor over graphite on paper. It's good. It's so good. Took time to fucking paint. No, it's a, a copy of. Yeah, he didn't card. paint it on the card. Did you think he painted this no, on the card? We're all having fun. <laughs> we're not. All. Uh, this is from my um, brother-in-law, and uh, like, is that my brother-in-law? No, it's my no, your... my brother-in-law's brother. Sorry. That's um, and my brother-in-law and my sister and their kids. Oh my god, so cute. Love it. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Matt. My sister got the what? Better looking one. No, how dare you? That is, I don't. Honest. I'm not putting on it. No one needs that honesty, Mister. Um, more cards to open. Holiday love from the new Sephoros. Oh, my agent. What, oh my god. Kids live alone. That's so cute. <laughs> these kids live alone. It's Make kids meals. posing alone all over this house. They are so cute. Oh my god. Yes, love it. Who is this from? It's all happy holidays. Happy holidays to the Castrone family. This is Bob Castrone. I think he listens to the podcast. Oh my god, Dean is so big, and Nico is so like big too. And Heather is so still ageless. Heather, Jesus Christ. And then what else did I get? Oh, my sister got me some uh, some other earrings, I think. Oh, and a necklace, Lauren. I love it. Thank you. And what is that? Whoa. Whoa what is it? I don't know. Something fun. I think it's a... Oh, oh it's my, my bird. God. It's my bird that um, Noah and Jen got me, I think. Nikki Glazer, welcome to the um, World Bird Sanctuary family, and congrats on being a parent, a parent to Carmen. Yes, this is the bird that they bought me. Oh, you can read all I, about Carmen. Yeah, Carmen is fifty to sixty years old. It was bred. Oh my God, she's was, younger than you. It was bred to be an educated bird. Carmen, was received it as a baby, hand-fed and fostered by our staff. Very smart, quick learner. So smart, in fact, she learned to fly loops around the amphitheater whenever she's performing with her friend Trinidad. In addition to her flying abilities, she's also learned how to recycle 
give kisses and do a left shoulder roll. No. It said she was hatched in 1998. What the hell is that? that? What do you mean? It's when you're born. Like I know, but it says 50 to 60 years old. Bird years. Because bird years. So bird, so 98 is like you're 50 to 60 in bird years. That's not true. Macaws live like 80 years old. I know. So it only has it only has like a few more years. So in like, Mike, you ever see Jack? That Hatch? Robin Williams no, no, one? no. I'm sorry, you guys. This doesn't make sense. No, 98. So it's 11. And so 11 adds up to 50. 50 or 60. That's and not so true. They it's learn- right here. It says right here. So if, and if she, and like by next year, it'll be like 52 to 60. It doesn't say bird years. It says age 50 to 60 years. Yeah, but you convert it to bird because it's a no, bird. No, you don't. You what do you mean? Thing. Let's see. You're, if you're going to Hatch do- 1998. Yeah. That bird. means and age. And then age. No, I think if you, you have to be 50 or 60 years old to own. No. <laughs> they put in my age. Yeah, what they, if, if you, if, if the that's person so who like, wants the to bird, adopt a bird must be at least bird, between 50 and the 60. The bird's name is Carmen, and we saw your photos, and we think you're 50, maybe 60. <laughs> <laughs> that's my biggest also, fear. But also military. It's a military macaw, so it's military time. You know how military time is Okay, Dan, you're doing a bit, and I don't appreciate it because <laughs> oh, okay. I'm taking you at your word. I was giving work. a real thing, and you weren't. No, you weren't. I don't, I don't I buy any of it. it I figured it out. I really do know what it is. Okay. So macaw broke down. No, okay. That was funny. So. Wait. Oh, yeah, like you're teaching me, and you say it wrong. No, macaw. Macaw. Right. My car. So anyways, oh, oh, my car broke down. <laughs> no, 50 to 60 years is their life. What is this wand no, that came with the package? It from oh, afar. It's their, lifespan. it's their lifespan. 50 to 60 years. That's right. Okay. It's their lifespan. Okay, this bitch was hatched in 1998, pre-9-11. Love a pre-9-11. Pre-9-11 bird. I don't know why I think of ever. Like two, I'm a 9-11 head. You guys know that. For like two years, this bird was going through airports with like no security. Yes. It was just soaring right through. Right. And, it can now, do- and now it has to take off its shoes. Yeah. It has to do everything. It, it has to put its laptop. It's Because li- this bird is smart as shit. So you know it's carrying a laptop with it. It, it, it remembers a world where you could just skate on through. You could go to your gate and meet your, your lover. Yeah. Um, this bird is very similar to you. Look, behavior, a very no- noisy bird that lives in large flocks, um, uh, whatever, lives in trees. Uh, the birds are monogamous and remain together for life. Female lays one to two eggs, which is like you because you never have your period. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny. And look at your diet. Same thing. Oh Just read God, it. Oh, my God. Wait. Okay, diet. diet. Seeds, fruits, nuts, berries, and other treetop vegetation. Beaks well adapted for cracking hard nuts with ease. Known to visit clay riverbanks and feed on clay deposits. Um, which are believed to detoxify the poisons found in their diets. I don't eat clay, but I kind of do. Yeah, Protein I mean, bars are clay. Off. Possibly ingested for the diet. <laughs> It's okay. Totally, it's just giving you. It's just giving you vocalization. Yeah, exactly. You're just gonna go. This is. I could just hand this to the waiter at the <laughs> comedy cellar and go like, just have them fry this up in the back. Some raw clay. That... <laughs> you mean hummus? Yeah, we'll let it sit. Um, in the wild. <laughs> In the wild, macaws make a variety of loud crack, cracking and shrieking sounds, including a loud crack. <laughs> No one's got to mix this. 
I know. Sorry, Noah. The, the bird came out of me. Oh, my God. I have a certificate. Carmen Military Macaw, that's her middle name is Military, and her last name is Macaw, has been adopted. What? That's how you like to fuck. Military (laughs) Macaw style. (laughs) Nikki Military Glazer, you've been called that for years. (laughs) When you fuck your own bird. (laughs) (laughs) Macaw broke down. Oh my god, (laughs) Macaw broke down. Um, Well, very cool. I got birds. I mean, got great presents this year. Um, and shout out to Kirsten, my best friend f- from fourth grade, who gave me a keychain and um, a shirt that says Kansas City on it, so I can represent Kansas City, which is a great town. Shout out. Um, other things to cover on the pod today. People someone wanted to ask a question. They wanted to know something. Yeah, I got some DMs. Uh, one in particular from a girl, and then a guy wrote me one too, and that's all I have. So, girl. All right. What did you say? It's just nice. It's just nice. You have a bird. I know. I really. I have a bird in St. Louis that I can go visit at any time. It's very cool, cool and I'm very excited. There's like starving children everywhere. What did you you say? There's starving children everywhere for the same amount of money, but you have a bird now. Listen, birds. Birds live just as long as those starving starving children. Fifty to sixty years. Way longer. Yeah. (laughs) Look. Look at their lifeline on their claw. It does say, yeah. Well, that's weird. Sexual sexual maturity reach at two to four years. Oh, wow. That's what the old macaw think. <laughs> ah, that's propaganda. That's propaganda. Old man macaw. Down. Down down. <laughs> oh, my. Don't do a reference to a joke we did last night. That is not okay. We don't do that here on the show. We want every... Okay, so this came from uh, Stut... Stut... Stutic Ch- Hugh. Stutic Hugh. On... Um, <laughs> I mean, it's the worst goddamn name ever. It's it's terrible. And if you get into comedy, you have to change. I don't even know. Like, stu- what what would you say that is? Isn't that so impronounceable? I mean, and that's, that's not that, a word. That's their Instagram. I know. It's their Instagram name, but it's not good. Oh, oh, She'll I need to change it eventually. Uh, anyway, she wrote me, Nikki, I missed your Ask Me Anything. Uh, I did like a Q&A yesterday, and she missed it. Because my uh, question didn't go through on the airport. I really want to know, how do you perform personal vulnerable stories as com- as comedy without feeling uncomfortably exposed after? Thank you for your question. She said, um, it's something I'm struggling with. Cool. Thanks, Nikki. Really struggling with this one lately. Because um, I said I'd get uh, to this. Um, I just don't. It's I've always kind of said it's my superpower is that I don't care. Like, I don't care. The the things that you hear me say on stage that you think are vulnerable, those things, I wouldn't share them if they were that vulnerable. I just don't have the same measure of vulnerability that you have. So maybe you hear a story that I tell and you're like, oh my God, I could never say that. Well, there's things that you could probably say that I could never say because you don't know the things I can't say because I don't say them. So there's definitely things that I would be like, oh my God, if I said that in front of people, I would be so embarrassed. But that's not to say I don't sometimes say something that I think is going to strike a chord with many women and it fails to. So then I feel like, oh my God, that's just me and it's really embarrassing. But then I just, the, the secret there is to just call it out and be like, okay, cool, that's just me, great. And I swear to God, that line, okay, cool, that's just me, great. It's a stock line that you can use to, to get you out of any bomb. It's such a, tr- like, if something you say is not relatable, just call out that it's bombing or that it's not relatable to others and that you feel vulnerable, and that makes people like it. But it probably it probably is relatable also. I think sometimes I've seen people, like, default to that too quick, 
because they think no one's relating when maybe it's just they have, you know what I mean? Yes, I think yes. people sometimes get insecure and they quickly are like, oh, nobody else. And it's like, no, no, no. You just haven't found a way to make it funny. Exactly. So they can't respond with laughter because it's not funny yet. Exactly. But everyone relates to it. And I think there's also a thing where it's like once you say, once we build up. For me, I don't say things that aren't funny anymore. But like when you're starting, I really don't. Like if if it's not relatable right away, I kind of dump it because it's going to come out in some kind of funny way. But early on, I did that all the time where I would just say something that was like honest, but it had no joke. And it was just like, oh, I guess it's just me. But it's like, no, bitch, you didn't give them a chance to respond because right. you had nothing funny to say right exactly and i also think there's definitely a thing where it's like you just build up all this stuff in your head of like oh i'm gonna be exposed or no one's gonna relate to this but it's like also once you say it it sort of like takes the power that it has over you away from it like anything you're afraid to share or whatever yes. once you say it you are m- more free from it because yes. then you it's just this is who i am and then people just have to accept that They're, yes they can't do anything with it They have more power when you have to keep it inside. Oh, my God. Yeah. When I got a letter in the mail that I had HPV when I was like, it's 2000, like, (laughs) oh, get away. Stop that. You have HPV. You have HPV on your fingers sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So you have it, too. Um, I got a letter that and mine's mine's gone. It doesn't even show up anymore. So I'm good to go. I'm clear. But um, when I, I got a letter and I was so upset about it and then I went on stage and I did it. I did it in, I was like, I did it in front of a guy I had slept with before. I said it on stage and I didn't, or that I wanted to sleep with. I hadn't slept with him yet, but it didn't stop me from sleeping with him later, ladies. You can admit you have HPV and they don't care. And, um, but then also I admitted it in front of, um, uh, my bully, like who hated me more than anyone and would use any little thing against me. But because I admitted on stage in front of a room, it was like, she can't like there's nothing this bitch could say about me that is more than what I'm saying about myself and then I ran off stage crying and then I had to go my friends took me to Hooters afterwards which um always makes me feel better HPV there and yeah that you go where everyone has HPV I want to go where people are dirty and everyone has warts on their pussy I want to go where everybody knows my vagina knows your weight because it's posted in the back and if you fail you will be fired the, only, the thing is too also like the more if you just do the joke twice you are completely disconnected from it and you have no idea that it's <laughs> yeah. that it's bad anyways <laughs> until someone goes oh and you're like fuck you you're gonna say oh about me being and self-deprecating it's, it's Dude, it's like the best thing ever well, to just take ownership yes, of your failures, exactly. dude. I was just going to say, it's yours. You own it, yeah. and you get to shape it. I've always thought that, like, especially when, like earlier, I was like, I would have no problem, like, taking, like, a notebook and reading aloud every word. But for some reason, the thought of somebody else reading my notebook without me there to, like, relay it, like, makes yes. me feel like I have less power. Yes. I would feel more insecure about that because it wouldn't be filtered through me. Right. I, oh, my God, someone finding your notebook. I don't think I've ever written stuff. I guess I have written some crazy stuff down. But, like, you have whole notebooks that you, like, carry around. And so you think about that a lot. I mean, I used to. I used to think about that. I think but now, if, it, now if you lost it? No, I wouldn't care. But there was a time when I definitely thought that because I w- was afraid. It's like, all of your hit lists. My hit lists that you they were mostly just then in, in pen. I was just adding names that yeah. you would suggest. No, yeah, I would just. was just the name of your jokes. Jeff, <laughs> uh, sad boy, yeah. sad black crow. <laughs> Speaking of a hit list, my mom accidentally sent me a, a recipe. Uh, uh, for let's see did she put any meat in this 
No. Oh my God. Good job, mom. It's a oh, totally vegan recipe. Good job, mom. Are you vegan now, Andrew? No, I'm over it. That lasted a day. <laughs> he, Andrew watched the documentary Game Changers, and uh, it was for him. It changed. You want to know? It changed the game for 24 hours. Yeah, this is funny. I was telling. I told you this story. Yeah. So I had one uh, vegetarian friend when I was a kid, and <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna be vegetarian too. But I would go and I would just get a white hoagie sandwich with ch- with American cheese and mayonnaise, and be like, "Look at me, I'm yeah. vegetarian now." Yeah. <laughs> that la- I mean, that was just ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> it's so much worse for you than eating just regular. Oh chicken. yeah, no, you can be a fat like vegetarian and vegan. Yeah. Like, there's so many good, like a fat like, cokehead. Fat cokehead, yeah, same thing. But I think people do think if you, they're vegetarian or vegan that you have to eat only trash. Or like like stuff that doesn't taste Without good. Yeah, there are you can eat bad food that tastes good while still being. Well, guess what? Right. Vegetables taste good, you idiots! Stop this! You, you you've been brainwashed to think they don't. They naturally taste good because they're what we're meant to eat. Fruits and vegetables are good. Yeah, no, I enjoyed the documentary. <laughs> People are all saying that there's flaws in it. Like, <gasps> oh. I know what I wanted to talk about on the podcast. Can we do this really quick? Because I got to go make yeah, a hair okay. appointment. Yeah. Okay. So someone wrote to me that, um, and this uh, woman wrote to me, she's a fan, and she was like, "I'm by the way, I'm such a fan, but I just have noticed, like, why do you get so mad when Andrew mispronounces things? Like, you were talking about in your Q&A that you come from St. Louis, and you hate that there's, like, this blatant racism that permeates where you come from do you think an immigrant say things the wrong way like is it connected to that i will say no it is not connected to that because i don't but i i didn't need to tell her this i don't get mad when immigrants don't say english i'm not like speak it right i've never thought that that's never i can honestly talk about it because that thought has never crossed my mind with immigrants however andrew is not an immigrant <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna he say is from that. florida he has in. gone through you know what it's a it's a failure of um, a speech therapist or like intervent early intervention. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, where did the books fail you to pronounce these things? And I don't know why it triggers me so much. There's something I must, something in my past I got to figure out because people, people, people mispronounce things all the time. I just did it, For instance, when I was saying that sentence and it doesn't, it, it doesn't bother other people. Like it does me. It's like, I have misophonia, which is the fear of like, not even fear, but like the irritation and rage when people chew, some people get rageful. If but you this, hear someone chew, Carolina, do you have it? Um, a version of it? Uh, when somebody else is chewed, yeah. Yeah, when you're chewing. Do you feel rage? Yeah. Do you want to like punch them and rip their skin? Yeah. Because that's, yeah, that's the thing. Is that. Especially when they cheat on you. Oh, and they cheat on you <laughs> while chewing. Yeah, that sucks. Especially that's a good point. Eating pussy loudly. Someone else's. Someone else's pussy really loudly. <laughs> um, but this is the thing. But this I don't know I, what triggers me. I don't know. This is why I get upset with things like this because. This woman's obviously like projecting this whole like story, like making up. The- I love when you call me out for most things. Yeah, most things. <laughs> Almost ninety-eight percent of the time, I really enjoy it. But like you saying mouth or mouse, like I don't care. Also, it gets me more followers. Yeah, I know that. I know that. It's all in. I told her that. I go. It's all for a joke. Like my my irritation is at you know exaggerated for humor, but it comes from a real place. <laughs> It comes from a real place. I got to go uh, get my hair done. I'm, there's going to be an extra bonus um, clip because another guy asked me to um, cover something. So stay tuned. We're just going on for a break, and I'll close up after this uh, word from some music. 
Thank you, Dan Perlman. Thank you, Andrew Collin. Follow them, Andrew T. Collin. Listen to his podcast, Puddles, if you don't already. New episodes every Tuesday. Dan J. Perlman on Instagram and Twitter. Follow him. So funny. Watch his show, his movie. Some of you watched it and wrote to him. Thank you for doing that. Um, uh, what's it called again? Flatbushmisdemeanors.com. Yeah. Yes, flatbushmisdemeanors.com. I really recommend it. So, so, so good. Okay. Uh, stay tuned for uh, another um, question that I get to from a fan. All right, we're back. This is the um, final part of the the podcast today. I'm uh, now getting my hair highlighted at a salon across town. Saraline is still with me, but I don't have the capability to make this a two-person one. So I'm just going to quickly say what I promised one of the listeners um, to cover. Because he he contacted me last night and said, which episode did you cover the thing about um, the arm touch? And um, I'm really proud of my arm touch theory. I feel like it's really a solid way to know if you should make a move on a girl. And so this is for you, Luke, and for anyone else who hasn't heard it or might, you know, need repeating. So sometimes it's hard to know when you should make a move on a lady. And especially in this era, guys are scared. I understand that. I get it. So... One way to know if a girl would be down to kiss you, I think, and this does not speak for all women, this is just, I've talked to a lot of ladies and I've had it reconfirmed, so I hope that it's, um, I'm not, if you disagree with me, please DM me and I'd love to discuss it, but if you're next to a guy, like, if they find a way to touch a girl, like you're sitting next to her, you guys are both looking at the same phone, reading a menu, there's something going on between you where you can touch and you just, he, if, if, if you lightly can touch a girl, like with where your jackets are barely touching, but you can feel it. Like there's definitely a touch. If she leaves it, you're good to go. If she moves away, even cause it only takes a millimeter to move and then she's not touching you anymore. If she chooses to move, it's, you're not there yet. If she leaves it and maybe even leans in, boom, dude, if your body is flush next to each other and you leave it, good to go so that's for you luke that's for anyone else who needs it um and we will see you next week on the podcast thank you for listening share it with your friends happy new year um and uh get tickets to the banging out tour still available new dates added new shows added detroit second show added st louis um huntington new york i think that's where um also 50 miles outside sacramento i just added a date tulsa um and there's another, uh, San Diego just added as well. So um, all of these may, might not be announced yet, but who gives a shit? Austin, Texas, please come see me at the Paramount on Thursday, the first night of the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in April. I forget the date specifically, but please come out to that show. If I really want to, if, if the theater isn't full, I'll be humiliated in front of every other comedian at that festival. Don't do that to me, Austin. Don't do that to me, Austin. So please come out, Austin. I would seriously love it if you, like, cranked it up in there i don't even know what that means but you know what i'm saying um see you guys on the road see uh thank you for your dms thank you for listening squirt squirt uh jackpot this has been a comedy central podcast 